0: W-T-L It's a big, hairy, American winning machine. You ain't first. You're last.
1: W-T-L All right.
0: Nice. I got a talk show here. Talk show with my mic. I got everything. W-T-L All he does is work out at performance. 10-2, <laughs> 85% weekend. You're a mute! W-T-L Brings me to our next point, don't smoke
1: crack. And welcome back everybody to WTL. I'm your host, Andy and joined by... Gibran. Oh, the parlay pounder. <laughs> What's up, guys? We're back in business. <laughs> yes, we are, and we got another full slate. We're going to talk some uh, title boxing. Oh, yeah. Lightweight, oh, yeah. lightweight, uh, belt on the line. Ding, ding. Yeah, we're talking about on the line, belts on the line, <laughs> NBA conference finals. Of course. And we got to we got to keep the heat with the USFL heading into week 7. Mike Riley Rolling Baby. Dude, it's like the little league that could. In the little you league know? that could. Let's go. <laughs> yes sir. So, uh yeah, there's some intriguing lines there, but let's get right into it with uh this boxing match. It's going to yeah. take place at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York. Quite the setting. Yeah. We got Ronaldo Romero versus Javante Davis, Tank Davis. And this yeah. is a crazy line. Yes, it is. And it, I, I, I think it's crazy. We're not seeing a lot of action. I think a lot of it has to do with that minus nine hundred tank, yeah. tank Davis being the favorite.
0: And I think he even opened up a little bit worse odds than that, yeah. you know, minus thousand, yeah. minus, you know, fifteen hundred kind of stuff. But the I mean, the proof is in the pudding with this guy. This guy is uh one 24 of his 26 fights by stoppage, which means he knocked the guy <laughs> not, out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tank is regarded as one of the most ferocious and heavy punchers, you know, in the lightweight division, if if not in the whole yeah. realm of boxing. He looks. It. Uh, it, it's absolutely crazy. the The only thing that kind of you know goes into the side of this, Andy, is that uh, Romero is undefeated as well. Yeah, 26 and 0. Well, Davis is 26 and 0. I think. Romero is like 14 and 0 or something like that. I mean, no slouch, no slouch to the imagination, but this this Davis is just a freaking juggernaut. Mm-hmm. They call him Tank for a reason, I guess. Um, but he's he's been given a 91.3% chance. <laughs> I saw that. Uh, to win. And <laughs> yeah. Davis has yet to lose in his career sporting like we said at 26 and 0. I just, I just don't see this going the other way. Even with this guy's, right. you know, Romero's, uh, you know, undefeated streak going on,
1: um, yeah. 13- it's like Romero's the last man standing, and now it's his turn to take his medicine. Yeah, it's it, it's know. time for
0: you. You yeah. you've tiptoed around it as long as you can, and, and now you can't sport that. Uh, Thirteen and zero or fourteen to zero uh, yeah. badge anymore. It's time to get your medicine and put that one <laughs> yeah. in the other column. So what we're kind of saying, guys, right now, is oddsmakers are kind of you know Shutting dead you down dead yeah. in the water right yeah. now until until a couple days out they're going to start releasing some really fun prop bets that I really think that I can get you guys on uh, that will make you some money. Uh, the first one that you're going to look going to want to look at overall is just Davis to win by KO or TKO. Uh, a lot of those are sitting at 2 to 7 odds right now, which means for okay. ev- every uh you know uh t- 2 dollars you spend, you-, you you'll win uh 7, which you know, it's a pretty it, that's a pretty good payout or whatever. Um but the way you make a lot of money in these kind of things is if uh, you start picking individual rounds where Davis could win at. And I've been looking, you know, around line and, you know, following a lot of guys that, you know, know boxing quite a bit. Uh And they are staggering. It's it All of them are right in the same range of the Davis will knock this guy out in the rounds five to eight. Okay. So if you guys really want to get some, you know, crazy bets in or, you know, kind of you know place some money here place some money there kind of things what everybody is trying to do is place those Frederick. bets within the TKO happening uh, yeah. in rounds five through eight and in those you'll see those odds shoot way up once you you pick an individual yeah. round
1: and there'll be some late money that floods in Friday yeah. nights throughout Saturday into Saturday night uh, and this is obviously a pay-per-view show time uh, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Eastern time slot. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you are going to see a lot of movement on some of those uh, different type of, I guess, prop bets, yeah. if you want to call yeah, it yeah. that. Um, but, I, I <laughs> you know, I'm always looking for the value. I kind of like Romero at that plus 500. Right. I mean, I'm not going to get wild with that. <laughs> I'm not going to get crazy uh, yeah. with that. No, yeah, sprinkle a little bit on it. I mean,
0: everybody has a puncher's chance, but yeah, you can just your bets with a little this bit, guy yeah. being able to do what he's done over oh, the past 26 fights yeah. is... Uh, I've I mean, never seen it. I know? mean,
1: all these articles are like, "Well, I hope Romero can keep it competitive." Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <The whole laughs> no thing one's is, getting to this one twisted. Right. You know, yeah. Romero
0: is yeah. un, uh, unexposed at championship level. You know, and yeah. he, he could come out and just freeze on the biggest stage. You know, right? Uh, he's never been yeah. in a fight like this. Although we don't, I don't necessarily see him coming out and freezing and underperforming in that sense. Davis will show that there are levels. To right. boxing <laughs> Saturday yeah, and night, he's, and he's supremely confident. He always is,
1: and the job will get done. Well, I, uh, there's a couple things going on, though, with, with uh, <clears> Tank right now, yeah. um, and they could either work for him or against him or, or somewhere in the gray area there. Yeah. And that said, he's at odds with his promotion company, Merryweather Promotions. Right. He's already come out and said in a... Uh, the not most, well, a colorful fashion. <laughs> that, <laughs> we'll say it that. He, yeah, that uh, he, this is his last fight with Meriwether yeah. promotions, period. Like he's he wants to get out from that shadow. He doesn't think they're uh, promoting him correctly. Right. That he's not getting the big ticket fights. He's yeah. not fighting for what he's worth. Um, So there is some thought that maybe he's, you know, like the Rocky movies. He's exactly. he's lost. He's, he's not keeping his eye on the prize. Exactly. He's jawing a lot. He's talking about what he should have, not what yeah. he does have. Uh, So maybe – and maybe, yeah, he's a huge favorite here. Everyone's telling him he's going to win by a lot. Yeah. This is a spot where that plus 500 – Ronaldo Romero, yeah. <laughs> Raleigh. Raleigh, Raleigh, sneak um, up on a guy. I um, mean, he he's won by KO as well. Yeah, he knows. Yeah, no, they're big heavy, both heavy
0: heavy punchers. It's just mm-hmm. uh, we've seen this in the past though with these promoters. Andy, I mean, even our guy Terrence Crawford. uh yeah. we don't think he's been getting the you know right shake no, of the no. jib yep. for the last you know you know five six fights of his career. Mm-hmm. And he, you know he came out last time and said this is his last you know with that promotion. Yeah. I don't I don't get. How that those um, promoters don't treat those guys the, Because yeah. how can you let somebody like a Tank Davis or a Terrence Crawford walk? Right. Give the ego. guy what he wants. I know and it's keep him on your keep him on your, you know, yeah. TV station. You got to pay these guys because they're gonna get the money yeah. somewhere else. You're you're not gonna tell me that the light heavyweight champion of the world isn't going to take his promotion to anywhere else and they're not going to sign him he they're going to sign talking
1: to, exactly. <laughs> exactly. talking to bud exactly exactly yeah yeah bud
0: crawford's like okay if you're <laughs> not gonna over make, if you're not going to make the fight that's right for me and what's right for you know the money and the I, fans and for the fans everybody's wanting to see spence versus crawford for like five years or longer or longer yeah yeah or longer and this guy's just being able to you know, I mean, he's just been able to actually, talk. He's just yeah. been able to duck him because these promotions can't get along.
1: Right.
0: Let the guy, let the fans see what they want. There's a reason yeah. that the UFC is so much more popular than boxing right, right now because Dana knows what the people want and he yeah. gives it to him in yeah. loads every month. He gives it to him.
1: Well, and he's in a spot right now where uh I mean, he's got a couple of, like. Uh, return fights, you know, of course, uh, you know, rubber matches. I mean, just lined up that he can pick and choose from. Yeah. And he's like, Well, we don't want to get him too close. Like, he's got a, a surplus. Yeah, he's of, got a surplus of uh, fights of that people want to see.
0: see and, and they're all on the line at any time for him to pick. Yeah. And he can do that by himself. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't have to go ask the commission right. of Georgia or whatever if this is okay. Yeah. No, it doesn't yep. matter. Yep. These are what people want to see. It's just like we we're just talking about uh last time about Cowboy and uh Joe Lazuna. Yeah, get him in. Every n- nobody cares if it's for a belt. Nobody cares whatever it is. These are two fan favorites that want to go at it. Yeah. Now we're talking with the all these fights in boxing, all these big fights are for big money, mm-hmm. big belts. Everything's on the line at all times. I don't see what the problem is with the promotion.
1: Yeah, and with Bud, that was just unbelievable that you have this. Everyone knows where this collision course is going with Spence. Exactly. You know, and Bud Crawford, and neither side wanted to have that fight. They wanted to keep their guys the exactly. undisputed champ. It's like, no, that's not the game here. That's not undisputed. And yeah, and and with Bud, you know, signing that top rank, you know, under ESPN's umbrella, that's not their gig. They, that's that's on down the list. Right. And I think ESPN kind of used that as a flop. Yeah. And so did. it was not getting the the love. It was not getting the what it needed. Yeah. The support on the back end or the front end. So Bud's like, I'm out. Catch you later. And obviously, Tank feels the same way here with how he's being treated by Merriweather promotions. Exactly. You know, and and Money Man um, Floyd Merriweather's thinking, hey, man, I made a career of dodging the main fights. And then when the guy turns 50, he just knocks his off. Then you knock him out or hide from him the whole fight. Yeah, just dance around. You just dance around. Are you quicker? Oh, you're not? Mm. Yeah. Oh shoot! Yeah, well, we can well, we call just, you. We, we
0: can, just, can call you out, Mayweather. We don't care. We
1: can still dodge. We can still dodge the fight. Exactly. We can <laughs> still
0: dodge it. It's my promotion. Yeah, it's my promotion. No, that's
1: what I. I made a career <laughs> of dodging fights.
0: Yeah. Sorry, we kind of got off on a tangent there, but that's. I mean, that's something that I feel very passionate about with with just yeah, the sport yeah. of boxing. We we grew up love loving oh, boxing. Yeah. And Andy, we would always yeah. order the Tyson fights, the you know Evander Holyfield, all yep. that kind of stuff. is yep. uh, That his
1: Be- ear? Did he bite his ear? Off?
0: Exactly. Exactly. Butterbean <laughs> was always one of oh, our yeah. favorites, yep, you know, yep. coming from the Midwest and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. So it really just ekes me because they yep. used to give us those big fights. Yeah,
1: Trinidad, e- all exa- those guys. Lennox Lewis, yep. all
0: those guys. All yep. of them used to be, that used to be the fight, the fight, yep. the fight. You and knew what we was coming. To, now we have to wait. Um, you know, once a year we might get a Fury or a Crawford fight. Right. Once
1: a year. And and on top of that, a lot of them, That's after they're out of their prime. Exactly. Like, we want to see these guys when they're exactly. 27, 28 years old, not when they're 45, exactly. 43, you know. Exactly. We don't need to
0: see Manny Pacquiao when he's 52 years old yeah. fighting Bud Crawford. That yeah. That's not... That's not a fun fight for anybody, especially for Manny Pacquiao.
1: (laughs) I mean, and it still draws. They still get the pay-per-view. So it shows you boxing. You still got it. You You still got it. And people will pay for it.
0: Yeah. And people will pay for it. But But, you're you're running out your welcome real quick. mm -hmm. You are. And, uh, yeah. That's, I mean, yeah. Sorry to get on a tangent, but that really irks me.
1: Okay, so getting back to this line here. Davis at the minus 900. Romero at plus 500. Obviously a heavy favorite with Tank. Uh, you're saying sit on this one until it gets a little closer to e- fight now. Exactly, exactly. I mean, there seems to be some bad blood
0: boiling between the pair as well, oh, yeah. not only his promotion, but between the pair, with uh, Romero claiming that he'll wipe the champion out w- <laughs> w- without, w- with inside of a round. Uh, sure. Meanwhile, Tank, being his usual brash self, is uh, confident that he's going to finish Raleigh. Uh, you know with ease and can end the fight pretty much when he pleases so he's a big dude the, the whole he's thing bigger. with you know i don't think tank is overlooking this guy mm-hmm. and with romero saying these you know kind of brash things about that he's gonna yeah, you know unseed the champion in the first round that kind of gets yeah. a guy pissed off so if 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 i'm really throwing some money down on this guys i am looking at tank davis to win in round five or six I'm I'm probably going to go six, but those are my two rounds that I'm locking in on, and you can take that to the bank.
1: There's your lock, folks. Lock (laughs) it up.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I I just like those two rounds. I think that Romero's going to be able to kind of dodge them and get around them until then, but... The then the the dinner bell comes ringing
1: no ha- matter what. The hammer's gonna get dropped after yes, sir. that. And and history's on your side. That's when a lot of those KOs happen yep. uh for for Davis inside the ring and history's also on your side. Uh, he's 26-0. and 0. Yeah, exactly. And like I said, if you guys are kind of scared blocking
0: into one round or whatever, there's always prop bets to win within round five through eight. And there's live
1: betting, too. There's right, I mean, live get betting on your boat, as well. Follow and, it.
0: And like I said, the safe bet of all safe bets is Tank Davis to win by KO or TKO at any time. So nice. you, no matter what, throw some money on that one because that is going to hit, in my opinion,
1: and uh, that's where I'm going with it. All right, showtime, (laughs) pay-per-view, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Don't miss it, folks. We're going to take a quick break. Before we do, remind everyone this episode is brought to you by Nebraska Brewing Company. First class in every glass. Yes, sir. Don't go anywhere, folks. We'll be right back. This is (laughs) WTL. And welcome back to WTL, everybody. I'm your host, Andy Klassen, joined by... Gibran. Oh, the parlay pounder. Is <laughs> there? Yes, okay, we talked some title weight, yep. uh, some lightweight uh, boxing. Yep. Now we got to talk, you know, some conference final NBA. Things some, are winding down. Some
0: heavyweight fights in, in the NBA here. Getting hot.
1: Some heat being applied. Some heat. <laughs> yeah, some some deep, Irish luck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and what a wild series. I mean, this this one's been everything we kind of thought it might be. Of course, yeah. And it's back and a,
0: forth. Back and forth and really kind of hard to pin
1: down, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of
0: blowouts, in, in, in a, and they don't make any sense. They'll blow no. them out on the road or they'll right. blow them out on, at home. It's it, it's uh, There's no way to really track these. Other than uh, these are two really really well matched teams and it's yeah. probably going to go seven like we talked about last week.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You hit the nail on the head with that, and everything's adding up to that with these road teams winning both both ways. Yeah. Uh, the blowouts, I mean, that, those are that's very frustrating. It's it not is. only frustrating for the betting man, right? It's frustrating for these books because it, the, it gets out of hand one way or, or the other. You know, there's just too much sitting on one side. Exactly, and uh, then it, it, it kind of you know frustrates the better
0: uh, frustrates the better going forward mm-hmm. to not taking over under in the next game of the series because they don't really know which way to go yeah. with it. At least if it's a good game, you know the betters are going to be swaying each way. If it's going to be a blowout, it's hard to do that.
1: Yeah, this last this last blowout, one hundred two to eighty two uh, yeah. with a heat win. Uh, the over under was at two hundred five on most books, exactly, and, and it under. And I got burned on it. <laughs> I, I will say that I got burned on it. Uh, well, it the, the heat burned me. The heat burned. Yes, imagine that. Well, the three overs did hit though. Yeah, at two hundred three, two hundred six, two hundred seven and a half consensus. Uh, then two oh five, just not even close it's, with that eighty two yeah.
0: burger. It was really just Miami eighty two. Yeah, Eight, and yeah,
1: a conference final team. Yeah, only scored eighty two points.
0: Yeah, the uh, the Miami Heat literally came out in the first quarter and only scored eleven points to Boston's thirty. That's going to put you in a bad mood. That's going to put you in not a very good rhythm. And uh, yeah, you you can't recover from that, especially because Boston's such a defensive team. Um. Once you once once they get up on you, they're not going to be you know letting you in from a twenty point deficit.
1: Now, what's the latest out of Boston with the, with all these injuries? Because everybody has their thoughts and their yeah. their mindset, and I, I'm hearing a lot of people saying, "Let Marcus Smart sit, let him get good." Yeah. Before you want to, I mean, you want to play him here in in Game Five, so be it. But a lot of folks are saying, "Let him heal up, let him get right, and try and defend home court and and get this." Yeah. You know, and, and get to the finals. You yeah. know, don't don't worry about the next game. Worry about the game after that. And mm. I, I got mixed
0: emotions on that. I do have mixed emotions on it just because I've been always that kind of guy, if you can play, get him in there. Yeah, you yeah. You know, and yep. especially with, with a guy like Marcus Smart because you know he wants to be out there. Right. He is a gritty guy. He is a de- He's the defensive player of the year. Yeah. He wants to be out there. He wants to help his team. But does his, you know, does his play style help him more in Miami or does it help him more in Boston? I really think the crowd gets behind him in Boston. Yeah. I think he plays a lot better at home. I think that Boston could almost squeak this game out on the road without him. Right. Um, def- they definitely have a chance without him, but um, I think I would go on the side of caution here and sit smart yeah. for game yep. five on Wednesday and make sure that he's good to go for Friday's game in the garden,
1: yeah, you know I don't like sitting a guy if he's available either. Right, but but also look at the injury report for Miami. Yeah. Hero, he's questionable with the groin injury. Kyle Lowry still that nagging uh, hamstring. You yeah. know, so like if those two guards aren't going to play, you know Marcus What's the Smart, point. Yeah, like let Marcus Smart sit.
0: Yeah, and get him for home. No, I I agree, and yeah, we're talking about, we're going to talk about Friday's game here. That's back in Boston, just because you know. Uh, Wednesday's game is probably going to, you know, be airing right around the time we get this out and all that kind of stuff. But the the Boston Celtics are favored in Miami for game uh, game five, and that's probably with Marcus Smart playing. It mm-hmm. might switch back to Miami. You know, it's like I said, it's only a point right now. Yeah, That's a one. But for Friday's game, um, I really think this is probably going to open up to a five or six point spread. Mm. And the over under is probably at 205-206. So with yeah, that, that way. with that being said, um, you know Boston covered in in Boston uh, Monday, and I really think that they probably will again. I think I think Miami is going to give them a run for their money on Wednesday, but I think Boston's going to come out. I think Marcus Smart's going to sit on Wednesday. He's going to be ready to go on Friday, on Friday, and I really think they'll probably cover this six point. I'm foreseeing another blowout kind of thing, right. In Boston. That's the way this this series is gone. Exactly, and I really think that um, if that if that over is anywhere over 206, 207, hit that under. And um, I, I, <laughs> that's I, unbelievable. I, like to I know. I hate unders. <laughs> I hate them. I am always rocking overs, but um, not on these. Just Coast. with these teams. Yeah, it's East, just these teams, Andy. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, they're they're both defensive minded. They are guard heavy. Yep. uh, Play smart basketball, you know, and it's just uh, if they don't have to light up the scoreboard, they They won't. They don't need to. Yeah. I mean, uh, the Heat did a couple games ago score one twenty seven. They they can (laughs) score. Both of these teams
0: can score. It's just if they if they're in that mood to or in that mindset. Most of them are just locking in and saying, "Okay, I got to stop Jimmy Butler. Okay, I got to stop Jason Tatum." Right, right. And that's the mindset that they go into. Jimmy Butler's not going out there thinking, "I need to score 45 points." He's out there thinking, "What do I do to stop Boston?" Right. And what do I have to do to get my teammates going?
1: Or if they have a, let, let's say, at a seven to ten point lead, how do I protect this seven exactly. point lead? That, and exactly, if, if he can just trade buckets, yeah, Jimmy buckets he's trade fine. buckets. Yeah, he he's okay with that. He's. He really is a, a smart player. Yeah, he's probably a little—I—I I, I don't want to say underrated, but you know yeah. when you're talking about the greats, he never comes up. No, he doesn't, and he, I think that's because he's more—he came
0: up as more of a defensive player. Mm-hmm. Uh, his last years at Chicago, he really morphed into you know a superstar, yep. and then he's kind of been on a wagon ever since. You know, stops in Minnesota, yeah. Philly, and now uh, with the Miami Heat, which he's found a home. He is a superstar, but yeah, he doesn't get talked that with the superstar. Tier. Yeah, that second. He, he definitely superstar. playing second fiddle to Jason Tatum in this series right. because Jason
1: Tatum is a full fledged scoring superstar. Yeah, he just hit a couple game winners, right? That's what you got to do. <laughs> That's what you got to do. <laughs> so you you like the unders? Yep. I can't believe that. I know, and we're pre- predicting a pretty modest uh, line there. Yeah, um, and you like the Celtics? Celtics big, Expe- especially.
0: That if if Miami does somehow find a way to win Game Five, this this might even tighten up this line mm-hmm. for Boston. It could come out as a three to four point line right when it comes out. But by the time this game tips, I do believe it'll get to five or six, maybe even seven points, depending on the injury report.
1: I think Boston covers all of that, no matter what. No matter what, you like Boston. They can't. They can't get too far out of line, uh, especially in the garden. Yeah, spreading that out. So, and the Heat, The Heat's a good team, no doubt. They're, they're a great team, obviously. No doubt. They're in the conference finals here, and they'll and they uh, will this... keep Boston. They will keep Boston to the
0: one, you know, one hundred to one ten range. Mm-hmm. No matter what, they will do that. It's yeah. just. Will Will Miami be able to put up the points? And it seems on the road sometimes that they can't come out like that. So sometimes,
1: I mean, but they're, they they're consistently getting to that century mark. Exactly, you, you know, they are throughout the last couple of series here, even against the Bucks. No doubt, you know, they they put up some pretty good numbers. They're one sixteen. Uh, one oh seven and a loss. Yep. So I mean I'm
0: just saying the way that this this series has shaken out, it just seems that way to when they go back to Boston.
1: Yep. Yep. All right. All right. So uh any anything else you want to sprinkle on there yeah. on this uh, Eastern conference? Well, uh, not the well, kind of and not kind of <laughs> <laughs> I wanna, you know, kind of look forward to
0: the NBA finals. Mm. Um this is where then this is where you guys need to start. If you haven't already, start looking at those prop bets for the NBA Finals on exact results or, you know, your MVP talk and, uh, you know, just your outright winner. So, a couple things that I want to throw at people right now is what I believe is going to happen and what I've, you know, kind of said since the start of this is I believe the, the, um, Golden State Warriors, Warriors. are going to win the yeah, yeah. championship, Yo, and okay. I believe they're going to defeat the Boston Celtics. Right now, that exact result is sitting at plus 140. So if you guys want to sprinkle a little money on there, still then it's, still, money. it's still plus money while while the Boston series is still up in the air. Now, Warriors just to win outright is at a minus uh, 170 <laughs> yeah. just because it looks like that is the most likely outcome. Uh, they're just rolling right now. They, yeah. they have a chance to sweep tonight. I think they probably get it done. Yeah, and regardless
1: um, if they sweep or not, they're still going to get rest exactly. compared to either Miami or Exactly, Boston. and they're
0: a team that needs the rest. You know, mm-hmm. Draymond's always nicked up. Curry's always nicked up. Clay's always nicked up. So the more rest they get, is the better they're going to play. So, uh, but if you are a big Boston fan or a you know a big believer in the Boston Celtics, them defeating the Warriors right now is going at plus two twenty, which I think is very good yeah. value because yeah. I do believe that they could. In my mind, I do believe that they can probably play with the Warriors and probably push this to a game six, maybe even a game seven. Yeah. Oh yeah, and anything can happen in a game so. seven, yeah. especially if it's uh, you know. Uh, In Boston,
1: so... um, And that's another reason Boston really needs to think about resting Marcus Smart. Right. They they played each other twice during the regular season, and he scored 19 and 20 points in those two games. So he, he... he plays well against Golden State, and he always brings his defense with him. Exactly. So, but and if, that will if, be the biggest thing. If yep. Boston is going to win, they need scoring, and part of that, a big part of that, what's going to have to be a big part of that in this series, if it happens, yeah. is Marcus Smart. So exactly. Regardless, he's got to get right if he, if they're going to want to have a chance. Yeah. In the finals against this. Juggernaut that's reemerged in Golden
0: State. No, uh, agreed, agreed, and uh, and I, I don't want to leave anybody out. Uh, you Heat fans out there, you Miami Heat fans, still grasping onto that hope. <laughs> um, the Warriors defeating the Heat in in um, in the NBA Finals at a plus two eighty right now. So if you believe mm-hmm. that the Heat can still make this out, now remember, game. If there goes to a game seven, it will be in Miami. Yeah. It will be in Miami, so like you can't count the heat out right okay. now. I kind of am, just because I believe that the Boston Celtics are better, are just a better equipped team right at this moment. I you know I yeah. always kind of have a little love for Miami because LeBron played there, and I kind of <laughs> I I want them to win this series. I just don't think that they will. Yeah. So if 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 you guys out there do believe that they still can, the Warriors defeating. The Heat is at a plus two eighty, and the Heat defeating the Warriors in the NBA Finals is at a plus five hundred. So, if you Ooh. are a big, big Jimmy Bucket's guy, you are a big, hey. uh, you know, Tyler Hero guy, little Hero Ball. That plus yeah, plus five hundred. Go go out and get it, guys. Because yeah, anything what, can happen in these playoffs. I I, I like that plus money. Yep. you
1: know I like the plus money.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now uh, another kind of thing I want to you know run down just real quick, real quick is NBA Finals MVP. Obviously, Steph Curry's you know the top dog yeah. sitting at a minus 105 though i still think that's pretty good odds because if they win th- there's no doubt about it they're going to give him it this time <laughs> they've won three championships he hasn't got one yet oh. they gave it to iggy and then durant yep. twice yep. so which was you know correct with the durant i think he should have got it um when iggy won it obviously Iguodala. but if you guys are sitting there thinking boston and the heat are going to win the NBA Finals, Jason Tatum is sitting at plus 300. And okay. I think that's pretty good value yeah. if you guys are big believers in Boston and Jimmy Butler's sitting there at plus 500. So, uh, you, I mean, you, no way. You got to go
1: down a little bit of a path here. Yeah. You, you, know, you got to lead yourself down a little bit of a trail do. here. And so you're thinking, okay, if Boston wins, which yeah. we believe they can. Yeah. Okay, so first you start there. Well, first they got to make it there. Uh, second, um, they got to get to a Game 7, which we believe they can. Exactly. And then we were all saying anything can happen in a Game 7, which it can. It can. <laughs> I've I seen mean, it. Those are three. Yeah, those are, yeah, I mean, those are three, three for three. <laughs> yeah, those are three ifs in a row. Yeah. And if all those things happen, Tatum's a really good bet to yeah. knock down, you know, being the MVP. No I doubt do about it. I do agree with that. No doubt about it. But, yeah, if you want a lock, if you want it, the
0: closest thing to a lock— <laughs> Steph Curry at minus 105, I think it's probably going to happen. Shake out that way.
1: There you go. That's your lock, not Tatum. If, if Tatum's a lock, it's one of those locks that go in you know, your, your uh, lunchbox, <laughs> yeah, your grade like school lunchbox. Yeah, 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 one of those. <laughs> <laughs> one of those you can pull apart and
0: say, uh, who
1: knows? Uh, it's a lock, but uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no All doubt. Right. Well, I like that. I like that. Good For NBA sure. talk there. We even got into some futures, talked some finals yeah. uh, from both sides. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're we're all going Golden State here, heavy on Golden State. Um, Kills me to say it, but yes. Um, and, but that's just that's what it's looking like. Yep. Pretty pretty hardcore right now, no doubt. All right, so do we want to shift gears, get back into the USFL? Well, I've
0: been itching to talk some football, so <laughs> I am I am all
1: in with that, Andy. All right. Uh... <clears throat> Week 7. Yep. Okay, and we finally, you know, we got some uh, storylines emerging. No doubt. The Stallions. We're always talking about the Stallions. Always. They remain undefeated 6-0, and oh, and they're squaring off against the Pittsburgh Maulers Saturday in Birmingham, Alabama. Let me see here. It's a pretty big spread. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, 12 and a half. Minus minus half. The Stallions, the hometown Stallions, the only hometown yeah, so far. I, I
0: guess I guess the you know
1: hometown is the thing
0: in this in this league, I guess.
1: Yeah, so I mean they're they're a minus twelve and a half. Uh money line has them at a minus nine oh nine, the book Yeah. I'm that's the worse than
0: the uh line for Tank Davis in the boxing match.
1: Let me break that down for folks at home here. Yeah. Minus nine oh nine equates to you bet ten dollars to win eleven dollars and ten cents. So you put ten dollars down to win a dollar and ten.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's <laughs> not good value, guys. You're you're gonna, yeah. It's it's just not it's just not worth it. No. Um, yeah, the stallions are rolling right now. Uh, the stallions unleashed former Alabama running back Bo Scarborough. I guess I didn't know that he even played there because he was behind mm-hmm. Scooby Wright and C.J. Marble. Um. He, he ran against the Panthers last week for 105 rushing yards, which I thought was probably go. one of the best defenses in the USFL. Uh, the Panthers, uh, despite a sub, uh, you know, substandard game from quarterback Jamar Smith, who uh, earned the start for the Stallions. The, the offense still rolled with Bo Scarborough, so uh, they're at 6-0, like we said. Mm-hmm. They're two they're two games clear of the closest rival in the South Division, the New Orleans Breakers, and a full game ahead of their closest rival in the North Division, the New Jersey Generals. And, and here's the kicker, they hold wins over both teams. So they are the outright best <laughs> yeah. team in the USFL by not only their record, but by putting both of these teams that are closest to them Down.
1: They also got the tiebreakers. None of this half game stuff. Yeah. They're they're just the legit. No doubt about uh, it. uh, And that game kicks off Sunday on Fox at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Yep. Uh, What do you make of this over under 41 and a half? You already mentioned the Stallions have their offense uh, humming. Yeah. But we've also talked about how Pittsburgh, the Maulers, uh, their offense kind of gets out of gear every now and, yeah, and then. Yeah, it
0: does. Uh I I I am if I'm going to bet anything on this, I will bet the over just because I think the Stallions might put 40 on these guys by themselves. By themselves. Okay. Yeah, the Stallions have 162 points in the whole I mean uh, in the whole league which is by far the most. Mm-hmm. Um and the Maulers have gave up 138 points, which is pretty close to the most. <laughs> but like you said, the Maulers have only scored 76 points in six weeks, Yikes. which is very yikes. And, uh, but, no, I, I, w- I will ride with the over here be just because I think the Stallions will probably put up 32 to 35 points and hoping that the Maulers can squeak out a couple field goals yeah, or something. just give me a touchdown. And give you a touchdown to get to that 41. Uh, I do like the over, and I do like the line. I really like the minus 12s uh, going for the Stallions, and I might parlay them together. Nice.
1: So that that's a Sunday game. Do we want to – Shift on over, backtrack a little bit to the Saturday yeah, at noon no, kickoff. No doubt about it. The I, New Jersey Generals, 5-1. Yeah. and one. Yep. Okay, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, taking on Tampa Bay, the Bandits, who are at 3-3. Three three. Yeah. Generals, a minus four, four-point favorite here. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think we kind of got
0: on Mike Riley the first week for for <laughs> losing. Uh, Mike Riley's uh, Generals are riding a five-game winning streak into their Week 7 matchup against it's... the Gamblers. Yeah.
1: Uh, <sighs> it, it's it's neat. It's yeah. neat that we're able to rattle off five yeah. wins, and I just love it for the players. I, yeah, I just we gave s- them
0: ice cream after and all that kind of... <laughs> yep,
1: <No>. Hip, <laughs> hip, hooray! Hip, hip, hooray! <laughs> no,
0: the uh, Stallions <laughs> put together a 10-minute, 28-second drive to finish the Stars in Week 5. Uh th- <sighs> I, I I just think they're kind of rolling right now. They are. And, uh, they're, they, they're five and ki- zero. They're kind of running some uh, fun uh, trick plays. They they ran a scoop and score. They <laughs> they ran a Philly special <laughs> trick play the other uh, last week, and uh, they had also kind of had a couple you know highlight reel kind of pu- catches and stuff. So I feel like at least. They're not as you know on paper. They're not as good as the Stallions, but it seems like they're probably having the most fun in the right, league. Right, right, and, and really, that's what this league's about. Exactly, and they're yeah. really getting people, you know, kind of uh, you know up in their up in the seats and you know dancing around a little bit. So yep. I really do like the New Jersey Generals and what they're doing, and I really think that they can cover this minus four uh, of the Bandits uh, being a three and three team oh.
1: and uh, not really scoring as Not really scoring a lot of points. Well, the money line has them at a minus 162. That's not terrible. So breaking it down, you know, a $10 bet means you win $6.17. Not the worst thing out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, You might be looking at that over under here at 41.5. And and if you really believe the general's offense is humming like it is, the trick plays, the throwbacks, the the halfback passes— uh, I mean, they could get to that forty-one and a half themselves. Yeah, n- no doubt about it, Andy. They definitely
0: could. The only thing that scares me on that is that the Bandits' defense has been mm-hmm. pretty good. Mm-hmm. If if they're good at anything, they are good at defense, and uh, the Generals really have a really good defense, only giving up a hundred a hundred points. In uh, six weeks, which is I think very good, so I might stay away from that over/under. If anything that I would do, I would hit the under on this. Okay, um, the defenses, a, a little defensive-minded <laughs> game uh, with uh, the generals. You know, picking up uh, you know a few of those trick plays to you know snag out the win by you know six or seven points.
1: Yeah, now there's some film out there and you know we we've seen that at yeah. Nebraska with, with Mike Riley. You know where you get a good start and here we are 7 and 0 feeling pretty good about ourselves. Uh, and that's not how it That's ended. not how it ended. I think
0: we won one more game after that. Yeah. So Yeah, so. yeah no, thank you for bringing that uh, emotional damage back to me, Andy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> history repeats itself. It just has a tendency to do that. It really does. And now New Jersey's on this 5-0 run. Tampa Bay is coming to town. And I'll tell you what – Tampa Bay, the Bandits, they used to be coached by Steve Spurrier back in the day. yeah, And that was their brand of football doing all those crazy halfback passes, no Statue doubt. of Liberty type stuff. So, yeah. Bandits might uh, be bringing something here, sitting at 3-3 three and three, wanting to get up in that upper tier here.
0: Uh, like, yeah, like you're saying it's like, I'm not trying to dis- uh, discredit the Tampa Bay Bandits at all. They are they, they just came out with the power rankings, like I said and the Stallions and the Generals are 1-2 but the Bandits are sitting at number 5 right now. Okay, So they are one of the better Teams in this league and uh their quarterback Jordan Tamamu is, you know, a Hawaii guy, Hawaii product, is probably one of the best passers in the league. And he had over three hundred yards and just one interception uh last game. So this team can do it. Yeah. Uh I just I just think the uh the generals defense is a little bit better than who they played last week, and I just don't think that they're gonna yeah. put
1: up the points like they did. Yeah, t- tough to argue that. I mean, we're getting football. Yeah. In May. Yeah. On a Saturday. It, tough, to, tough to argue, right? I tough to complain. I love it. And then we followed up with the Sunday game like we talked about. Yes, sir. Uh, with the Stallions at 6-0 and the Pittsburgh Maulers, 1-5, and probably going to get mauled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So hey, take it take it for what it's worth, folks. We love the USFL; just gives us gives a little bit more action here it over does. the summertime, right? Yeah, no, I, I I love it. Uh,
0: yeah, a lot of people are going to talk about the Michigan Panthers or whatever, you know, kind of the Midwestern team here. Uh, this past weekend, Man. Jeff Fisher opted to kick an extra point when he probably should have went for the three point conversion. Uh, I just don't know <laughs> if he knew, you know, knew the rules as well yeah. as he should have or whatever. His decision to allow the Stallions to hold hold the ball with the lead. Instead of forcing them to play under pressure, was perhaps the, you know not the best move. Yeah, uh, yeah. but you, I mean, you you gotta you gotta look at these things and be like, okay, uh, you know, they can hold the ball, or I can go for a three point conversion and make them mm-hmm. move the ball, and that really was the difference in the game. So. Um, the Stallions, you know, they kind they kind of walked out with an easy, you know, easier win the other, you know, last week or whatever, than but what it could have been it w- could have been. Yeah. So, I guess I understand now why the St. Louis Rams, you know, can Jeff Fisher. So,
1: <laughs> he has a history. Yeah, we this is the show where we just throw shaded coaches. <laughs> I think the USFL is a perfect place for that. No doubt. No doubt. You got kicked out. Where'd they go? Yes, oh, the you know, USFL.
0: Stuff. Here we go, baby.
1: And then you throw all these zany rules like go for three, <laughs> keep the ball. What was he doing? Yeah. Go for three. got to go for three. Go for three. <laughs> Why didn't he try the onside keep it at the fifteen? He should have done both. In my right. mind, he should have done both. And that's what the league is for. What? Every time you score, do those two things. Salt, salt away a loss to stay <laughs> to move to one and five. Like I don't get it. Yeah, Jeff. No. come on, go Jeff. for
0: three and go for the fourth and fifteen onside every single. Time.
1: His mustache still looks good, though. He does look good. Yeah, he it's wears majestic. His, he wears his hat backwards during these USFL games. I don't know if that's the cool look, but uh, it's all right. I got a kick out of a uh, kind of little bit of Mike Riley, too. Yeah. He doesn't shave anymore. No. Nope. It's awesome. He it just like He's just like piss on it. I, I kind of wish he kind of <laughs> had that, you know, kind of attitude in,
0: you know, Nebraska,
1: but... Oh, uh, uh, this interview guy just brings back all those memories, and he's like, oh, it's just great here. The yeah. hotel's he's across still, the street. He's still very soft-spoken, you for are, sure. You just Then you walk across the street to the football stadium. What's better than that? You just yeah. go to work, and there you have it. I love it.
0: I mean, <laughs> I get his point, but, yeah, nobody wants to hear their coach talking that soft tone and, uh, and not that, be uppity-uppity uppity like and you and know how, most are.
1: How nice it is. And yeah, everything. exactly. <laughs> how nice everyone is. No doubt. Uh, Sammy Kewan real quick here, for the Omaha World Herald, made a yep. mention after his first press conference, he used the word neat like 17 times. Oh I, like, I don't think I ever heard the word neat being never used. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty neat. <laughs> that was neat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, We love you, Mike. We love you. Yeah, we do.
0: We say it in fun. We say it in fun here. <laughs> all right, anything else, Jabron? No, I mean, we covered it all. We covered yep. boxing. We covered NBA. We covered the football league that's going on right now. So, I mean... Yeah. I feel like that was a pretty good show Andy I like it Hey where can folks keep up with us throughout the week You know everybody has to follow us on Twitter mm. We got some zany tweets out there We got some good pics oh, yeah. During the week all week catch us on TikTok. We always put pics up on there, some fun stuff on there. Our YouTube channel is, you yeah, know, kind of growing. taking off yep. a little bit, yep. so it's fun to, you know, kind of put a face to the name Gibran, you know. I'm you I'm go. just not sexy over the air. I'm I'm sexy <laughs> in real life, too, guys. So He's a
1: man's man, yeah. folks. I think we're going to get this whole episode, first full episode up on YouTube, <laughs> so we'll be yeah. looking out for that. Heck yeah, guys. Check us out. Alright, folks, this was WTL. I'm your host, signing off, Andy Klassen and Gibran. Later, folks. See you next Next week.